Hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I will be your host tonight, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and I will be joined by not T-Roll, not Shimato, but we still got our boy Apple Zach's Zach Markham in the building. We will be joined tonight by a returning guest, and I say returning guest, and we need to dig into the catalog deep almost two years ago. A Star Wars aficionado himself, Stephen Cummings, aka Stevo. Stephen, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, guys. Glad to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. Time. Man. It has been a yeah. long time. Man. Only our loyal fans want to who you are. Oh, that, yeah, exactly. The, those uh, people who have been around from like the first generation of episodes, man. That's yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, those true, true fans. Exactly. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they'll they'll know this. The the was it? I think it was two Star Wars episodes that you were on, I believe. Yeah, I did a couple Star Wars shows, and I did a Loki episode. Oh, wow. Loki episode! There you go. That's that's dating yeah, it right dude. there. So you're 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 well seasoned. Then three episodes is uh, I would say that you're uh, I you're in your stride. I didn't even get a Loki episode. No, that's crazy. Mm-mm. You came much later. Yeah. Much much later. Mm. A little young gun over here, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we are here tonight um, to talk about Star Wars Andor. Yep. yep. Episode eleven, the penultimate episode, the mm-hmm. Daughters of Ferrix. And uh, so, yeah, before we get diving into the content here, I just want to go ahead and go ahead and qu- a quick shameless plug here. But follow us uh, on all the socials on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're, we're out there at Royal Geek Pod. Follow us. Give us a like, subscribe, all that stuff. Now, uh, we are on YouTube. However, uh, this episode, so many things happened tonight where we lost T-Roll because of sickness and then last minute Shimato. Fell, fell victim to sickness as well. So we are not doing a video on this this episode, but uh, we're going to do audio only. We'll still probably launch that on uh, YouTube as well. We do a cool little uh, audio picture and cool little wavelengths if you want to go ahead and, and, and uh, listen and watch there. But uh, but yeah, definitely check us on any podcatcher out there, Apple, Spotify, Google, all that stuff. So yeah. And when he says lost, it's just for this episode. He'll be back next week. Oh, Shimano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Well, actually, uh, T-Roll's gone. He's going to be gone for about three to four episodes. That's that's He's sick this week, but the dude's going to freaking Europe the next two that's weeks. That's awesome, dude. So, I can't, I can't uh, wait for me to go to Europe. It, well, you you got uh, some time. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah a few years. You're still young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I want to go, too. I'm a little jealous, especially he's going for World Cup action. So, dude, that's uh, crazy. Dude. It's going to be... Uh, he's going to have a, a grand old time. So... Mm-hmm. All that being said, we are here to talk about Star Wars. We are here to talk about, in my opinion, right now, I'm going to say it. Here I am. Ready? One of the best Star Wars property out there. Like, comparing it all the way up to, like, we have, obviously, Empire is, like, number one of all. all. But I think Andor is kind of creeping into that top three category here because this show is absolutely on fire. Yeah, dude. They've done an amazing job with the storytelling you know, the intensity of the episodes and like we're getting like some really good action scenes and all that stuff too. So like the content that they're dropping right now with the series, man, is just, it's, it's phenomenal, dude. I've loved every single second of it. Mm, I agree, man. Yeah, they definitely know what they're doing in Disney right now. They are killing it with everything they're putting out right now. Especially this episode was killer. Mm. It really, really was. Yep. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine who I, who I work with and I'm trying to convince him to get into Andor, which is crazy that he hasn't watched a single episode yet. Uh, and so every single day I see him, do you start yet? Did you start yet? Did you start yet? And because the finale is next week, he's like, actually, yeah, I'm going to start. So uh, he's going to binge it all the way up to and then join us for the finale. And I'm like, uh, that's okay. So I'll thank you for catching up to everybody uh, at the last minute, the buzzer beater. 
But uh, I don't know why people are waiting on this or sleeping on this. I yeah. promise you, if if Andor was on like HBO or one of those bigger network or stations or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. This would be talked about all day long. I feel like it's not getting the love it deserves. Yeah. yeah. Well, just with the people I've been talking with that are you know hardcore. Well, I wouldn't say hardcore, but they, they are Star Wars fans. The movies ruin the shows for them. So now, like you know, the the newest three movies that they did, you know, they're taking that opinion and applying it to the shows and not giving the shows a chance mm. there has there have been like you know some shows that aren't as good as this but i feel like they've been killing it with the shows here on disney plus with me with this with andor i did, i enjoy it because i enjoy learning about the how it happened mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm a big history buff i love learning about the it's the hows, the winds mm-hmm. how everything builds up to a certain point and Andor is killing it with explaining every yeah, detail on how the sure. rebellion was built. Yeah. The yeah. the building up of the rebellion has been, I think, some of the coolest storytelling so far. Because when we first get introduced to the rebellion, we're like in the th- in the thick of it. Like it literally, New Hope starts, and you, there's there's fi- gunfire from the ships above, and the boarding party. Vader gets injured. Like you're in it. Like mm-hmm. that's it's, yeah. it's it's full on, full blown. And what they do with that too is like you see like. A unified rebellion, mm, and with that's this, true. Good with point. this, we're getting people from different planets, different cultures, mm-hmm. um, you know, different, you know, outlooks on how they outlooks. Should yeah, portray, yeah, exactly. Portray the rebellion, and, and there's and there's different sides too. There's like a very dark side, you know, that we see some of the characters, mm-hmm. you know, in, and it's for the cause of the rebellion. Like you can't justly say that you know they can be where they're where we see them at in a New Hope without that darkness. Very, yeah, I agree. Very good man, that's very good. Uh, so, so with the episode, let's get in, uh, well, let's touch on some highlights. Okay, some some things that really stood out to us. And for for me, one of the one of the scenes that really stands out in my mind is when when Luthen goes to Saw, and I feel like this is this. I mean, this was acting at its finest. Uh, so the main reason that Luthen went to Saw, in my in my opinion, the way I the way I viewed it, was he was pretty much going there to tell him, hey. I I need you on my side because this is about to go down. I'm going to reveal a little bit of my secrets, uh, and I know that something's happening, and I and I need you to be with me on this. And the whole speech of we need to we need to let the thirty men plus Krieger. They they he made sure to emphasize that every single time because uh, Saw was like thirty men, thirty men, and he's like plus Krieger. So it it was kind of establishing the stakes on how large the idea of this rebellion being successful was and saw had to get on board and he had to get on board right now. Yeah. Um, also like to with just with that scene, um, you know, we get to see a little bit of why Saul wasn't recruited in rogue one. Yeah. You know, his selfishness, you know, him being a radical and everything like he's only about himself. And like, even whenever he found out, you know, that Luthen said he had spies everywhere. The first thing that he thought of was, they're watching the, him. Yeah, yeah, you're watching me. Like who like who's the spy? And I feel like Luthen did a really good job playing on that oh, by using sure. using what's the guy's tubes. Like, tubes. Nicole, yeah. yeah, tubes. <laughs> you know, somebody that Saul's definitely going to trust and even like takes over, you know, uh his you know, little rebel cell after Saul dies. Um and he he used that to show Saul that they're on the same side. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he has spies everywhere. They're they're fighting for one rebellion. Right. And he was trying to turn like turn him off the idea of I'm not ISB. If I was ISB, I would let you go with the Krieger Correct. and I would take you out. 
Correct. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like this episode did a really good job, you know, depicting people who are trapped. You know, we got to see, um, you know, Cassian and Melshi, uh, Mel you know, escape. You know, you saw um mon Martha, you know traps you know with her financial situation everything but then as the episode went on um you know we see everybody you know come up with a you know escape you know they escape you know those uh narkeenan aliens um you know mon Martha finds a way to escape her financial situation luther escapes that imperial cruiser and now it's going into the final episode all these key characters are finally going to come back playing in one scene, mm-hmm. which is something we haven't got since episode three. Yeah, it was. Uh, you're right. I want to. I want to piggyback on that a little bit later. But uh, Stephen, what do you, what do you, what kind of stood out to you? Going back to that scene with you were saying with Saul, I liked how what how what Saul said at the very end. Let's call it war. Yeah, that's just oh, how yeah. far that was great. They're willing to go with this. You know, it's there's there's no hold bar, life or death. Mm-hmm. There's going to be sacrifice may, being made. This is this is war now. Man, great point. And, and speaking on that, you know, with with him, you know, making that comment, this is war. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in each interest uh, intro to the show, they're adding more and more instruments to the orchestra. Yeah, I, I that's and, great. I'm glad you pointed that out. And in this one, like they added, you know, the the bells and the horns mm-hmm. and everything, which you know, when you think of horns. You know that's so, a that's a, a call war, sign. Yeah, yeah that's war a war cry. cry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So mm, I'm gl- that's yeah, a good shout, yeah, man. Dude, yeah, very one, good call. Yeah, out. when that episode ended, man, mm. and he said war, like <laughs> fantastic, dude, fantastic, right? dude. Yeah, but uh, let's let's go back to the, the kind of the storylines converging. So the the daughters of Ferrix, right? So uh, Andor's mom passes away, mm-hmm. and this is seen by all sorts of sides as opportunity. Okay. This is seen by, uh, first off, uh, the ISB. They're like, let them have the funeral. Andor has a chance of coming back, and we'll be here waiting waiting for him, right? Yeah. Uh, the other thing would be Luthen. He's trying to find Andor because he's a missing piece, which the conversation he had with his little secretary about the missing piece, and they were talking in the collections. Like, yeah, the coded, uh, yeah, uh, coded, coded conversation. And they were speaking about Andor. Like, uh, that was... That was, that, was, that was a really cool you, dialogue there. Yeah, you got a lot of those, you know, in, in this episode, yeah. a lot of coded conversations. Which, and then that went straight into him being caught in the tractor beam and being jammed, and that whole scene in itself was Phenomenal, really dude. great, man. Phenomenal. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, Luthen's ship... Uh, is modded. It, it, yes. He's they, modded. Yes. It, he had some work done to that yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. Was it Hallcraft, right? Originally, they were calling it a Hallcraft. He's like, yeah. oh, how? How would that Hallcraft? Uh, yeah. And then when those... Okay. First off, let's talk about this tractor beam. Okay, so he's 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 caught the tractor beam, mm-hmm. and he's got the, some droid or whatever calculating certain things. What level tractor beam am I in? Oh, I'm in two. Okay, so I got to go the thrusters to this this much, right? But then whatever the heck he shot at that beam, dude. So, so it was it was metal fragments. Like I like I did I did some research on mm-hmm. this, and I saw some videos on this. So basically, what he did was he increased his thrusters, forcing them to increase the power of the tractor beam. Mm. And once they increased the power of the tractor beam to like, you know, level five or whatever, he shot metal fragments, which is going to be lighter, obviously lighter than his ship with no thrusters. It's going to move at a faster pace. Going straight into the tractor beam, dude. dude. It, was just, it was just metal fragments, man. tore it to shreds, yeah, dude. man. And Freaking genius. When he got out and when he went into hyperspace, dude, the look on <laughs> the captain's face was like, did this hall, like, did this hallcraft really just escape the Empire? 
It was, oh my goodness, dude. It was, it, that scene played so well. Really Those did. lasers. Yes. Oh, oh my lord. It was so unexpected. Mm hmm. It was like lightsabers on on a ship. Oh, I know. Yeah, the the two that came out the side, and he yes. did the 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 barrel roll, like completely diced up the freaking Tie Fighters. It was it was pretty epic. That was a great battle scene. It yes. really was. Yeah, it's shown as um, his he's actually got skill. Yeah, he's not just like a the face or the voice of the rebellion or the orchestrator. He's mm-hmm. he's in it. He's fully in it, man. And imagine if he gets caught here. The things that. Like, for example, Bix. Bix is compromised, like, 100%. Whatever the heck she's dealing with. She's mentally not there. They showed her a picture of Anto, and is this, is this who your contact is? Imagine if they would have caught Luthen, and then they showed a picture to Bix. Is this who your contact She'd have no choice but to say, yeah, that's him. And then the whole, whole rebellion is there. So him getting away and him escaping was so key, was so key to keeping this rebellion going on. Yeah. Um, the other thing about that scene too is he dropped that um that Alderon transponder code. Oh yeah. Uh, which I don't think was I don't think that's going to be just a I don't think that was just an Easter egg. Um I think that's going to we're gonna get some more information on that. And the reason I say that is is because, you know, Alderon was, you know, obviously the planet that was destroyed once the Death Star became operational, which took place, you know, immediately after Rogue One. So I think there's going to be more to play in that where we might see like, you know, Senator Organa or maybe like a, you know, a Leia or something like that. Um, maybe even at the end of the series. At the end of the series, uh, you think Organa might be the special guest? Uh, Could be, man. I mean, we got to get somebody, right? But then again, the way this series is going, they don't need to, right? But I feel like they don't. It would be a nice. It would be a nice it, it, it ribbon be, on the, it would be the, on the present. Yeah, there you go. It would be a cherry on top. It would be a fancy mm-hmm. bow on a package. Like it would be. Yeah, it would be just that little extra sauce is what that would be. Yeah. And every episode, not every episode, every show they've done, they've done some kind of nod to the OGs, the OG movies. You know, so. I mean, so like, who would fit in here? Which which. OG character would fit in best with this Jar Jar Binks, dude, for sure. <laughs> oh my uh, god! You know, straight straight out of you know Naboo. Listen, yeah. but we did we, we, we saw did the, see the Shield. Shield. Yeah, You're right. Dude, that's yeah. a sign. <laughs> that's a sign. It's a sign. So oh. who would fit in, Stephen? Tell oh, me. Leia. You tell me. Leia. Okay, oh, we Leia. we did get young Leia um, yeah. in in Obi Wan, so we yeah. could also get a a, a, a little bit more aged Leia. A Bell Bell Organa. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, he was in the Obi Wan series, we could, so we know. I mean, Involved, yeah. I mean, so our politics going to be addressed. Like, we're going to see more of that end of it because we have Mon Mothra dealing with like the Senate. So it would make sense with Organa to make an appearance, right, at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Or possibility of, I doubt it, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Um. Hmm. Reason I mean, why this, the series is coming out next year. So yes. I mean. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, and we know from hmm. Rebels. But do you feel like the 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 world that they're establishing here in Andor? Do you think? That, I mean, obviously the Jedi are a part of it, but do you feel like they would fit into the storylines we have established so far? What I would say, reason why, is because she the spy aspect that she had, the spy aspect that she had mm-hmm. for um, in Rebels. Is what I would say that she 
would fit in in that scenario. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I can see that. Um, that actually, okay. Well, okay. If she is in it, then I would want it to be more of that aspect rather yes. than not the, Jedi, yeah. not her coming out lightsaber blazing. It would be her just an appearance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, it could be even her her voice with uh, yeah. What was her name? Fulcrum. Fulc- yeah, Fulcrum. Fulcrum. It could be even her on a which is which is also a code name that Cassian takes. Uh, that we uh, see in Rogue One, dude. Cassian is like the the king of making him code names. Yeah, dude. He is. I think he's. he's I think he is the OG he, Fulcrum, dude. <laughs> His code names are so so crazy. So here's here's a, we normally do this in a in a penultimate episode. We usually do a buy or sell, and it's usually led by T roll. But I have I have a mini, I have a mini buy or sell. All right. Uh, we kind of dabbled on it a little bit, but uh, here we go. Buy or sell, Andor will have an appearance from a Jedi. I'm going to sell that. You're going to sell it? Okay. I'm going to sell that. All right. What about you, Steven? I just brought it up, so I feel like I have to kind of buy it. Yeah. The only reason I sell it is because Ahsoka's technically not a Jedi anymore. Oh. Okay. Look at this guy over here. Loophole. Finding loopholes. Uh, I am actually going to sell it as well, and I'm not going to try to do some trickery that Mark and pulled on here, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and sell it. I feel like not yet. There is a season two, and I do feel like... They will uh, get some involvement from Jedi eventually, uh, whether it's wielding a lightsaber. But I think more importantly, I think it's going to be just them as leaders to help the rebellion. Just maybe their force sensitivity. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a second one. All right. Buy or sell. We will get an appearance appearance from either Palpatine or Thrawn. I'll buy I'm, that. I'm buying that. Buying that? Are buying you leaning that. more towards Thrawn than Palpatine, or which way? I mean, why not both? Why not both? Yeah. Oh, how why epic would both, it, dude. How epic would it be? I'm, I'm going to buy that as well. I think it's going to happen. Steve, you're buying that, Steven? I'm buying that. Okay, so how epic would it be if the ISB comes away with a breakthrough, that a rebellion exists, right? And they're like, okay, we got to establish. And he's, he's communicating that. Uh, the ISB agent, the head, the head dude, the old geezer. Uh, he's communicating that to somebody, and it turns out that it's Palpatine, and Palpatine res- responds back, and you see the little hologram form of him. He says, okay, it appears that you can't do your job right. I have uh, I have somebody coming, and then the doors open up, and it's freaking Thrawn. Boom. Scene end. That, done. So that scene, but with uh, Dedra, is it Dedra or Dedra? It's Dedra. Know, it's Dedra. Or Dedra. Yeah. With Dedra having to report to Palpatine, and then him like chewing her out, and it, or maybe not even chewing her out. Maybe she does something, and they do exactly what Luthen wants them to do. Mm-hmm. Is like you know, basically become vulnerable. You know, attacking mm-hmm. you know some cell, and then so she has to go to report to Palpatine. Palpatine like you know mm-hmm. encourages her, you know, rewards her for you know her valor and everything. Mm-hmm. He said, but we have somebody a little bit more qualified to take over. To yeah. take over, and then and Thrawn comes oh out. Oh my gosh! And like please, pet, yeah, dude, just like pets her on the happen. head. Like you can, you can go back to ISP. <laughs> you're now. you're done now. Yeah, yeah you're done. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, I really want this to happen, and why not, right? Yeah, and why not? And it would also kind of help. I don't know. Crossover with. I know. I feel like Thrawn is going to have some involvement in Ahsoka. I think. I don't know. Yeah, from what I've heard, he's going to be in it. We need Thrawn. All right. If you're out there, Disney. I know you have control over this. Uh, make this happen. All right, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this uh, small little podcast is is reaching out to you right now. So. Yeah. Um, all right, I have one one final buy or sell. Okay. All right. Buy or sell. Do you think 
let's see how, how I put this. Okay. Will we see Andor fully commit to the rebellion in the finale? Absolutely. And the reason I say that is, is because even though we didn't fully see it at the end of the scene, mm-hmm. like even, you know, his interaction with Melshi and, you know, he's still, he's still not fully committed to the rebellion yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he gives Melshi, you know, his a blaster, but none of his credits. And, <laughs> That's a good point. That's and <laughs> you know, his mind is still focused on, I got to find my sister. I got to find Marva, get her away from the empire. But now there's no possibility of that. Mm-hmm. Now the only thing is, is he has to go back and attend, you know, Marva's service or funeral. Um, and that I feel like is where the empire is going to strike and it's going to push him to over the edge where he is going to become a radical and, you know, finally act out and become like Luthen's deputy in the field pretty mm-hmm. much. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, I have, I have a, a little bit of a, I'm, I'm going to buy that. However, uh, that he's committing fully to, um, but I'm, I think it's going to be because he's going to attend Marva's funeral, and then he's going to learn that she was kind of the head of a cell faction for the rebellion, uh, with whatever she's been doing behind the scenes. Because it seems like she's been doing a lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he's going to see her life's work of like being a part of the rebellion, and he's going to be like, "This is what I want to do. This is what this is who who I want to be." And he then joins the rebellion that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've mm-hmm. definitely been building that up as far as like you know, mm-hmm. you know, hinting you know in that because you know before you know when they were in the prison and you had you know Ulof's death, mm-hmm. you know he died in a prison full of strangers, you know, no hope of escape, and they discarded him like trash, mm-hmm. like like we got to get him out of here so the prisoners can you know get back to work. Right. And then you have Marva's death, who where she died at home, she died with friends. You know, she still had, you know, a, you know, rebelness in her heart. And now they're going to, you know, pay this tribute. Right. And I feel like that is going to be the the light or the match that is lit mm. inside, you know, inside Andor. Where I like he, that. Yeah, where he goes into that. I'm buying it as well. Um, I'm kind of in agreement with uh, Zach over here as far as I feel like the, the reasons why he's turning has a lot to do with the death of Marva and... The escape in the prison, I think that kind of changed his outlook on things and seeing how rebel the um, empire really was. Um, but I, um, there I go with thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. No, no, no. I feel like he's going to change more quickly. But both yeah. of y'all are in agreement that he's going to attend the funeral. Yeah, for sure. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. Oh, to. yeah. He okay. So. I'm glad we all were buying that one. That was a, that was a good little uh, finale. And shout out to T Roll um, for uh, we we did the we did the buyer sell and in memory of him and his sickness. Anyway, moving on. But the funeral, it's all going to come down to this funeral. And if you are if you're watching this show, you can tell right now the funeral is going to be the central point to where Andor's Andor storyline is going to converge. Luthen's storyline is going to converge. Mm-hmm. The ISB and Daedra uh, they're going to converge, right? But then we also have within the rebellion, right? We have Luthen's side action going on with Vel Mon Mothra, right? Vel is going to be there because Sinta, Sintra is like, hey, it's getting a little crazy over here, getting a little dicey. Um, and so Vel's probably going to come. And so we have all the. Oh, and Cyril. Cyril. Oh. Cyril is going to be there as well yeah. because the, the old his old partner, 
radioed him and was like, his mom died. Andor's going to be there. Like that kind of thing, right? And so now Cyril is going to be there. We have all these storylines. They're going to converge to this one central point, which if Disney's track record with Star Wars shows hasn't been like so good, like it's good. Disney's track record, track record with Star Wars is so good. If this was a Marvel show, this is setting up for disaster. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> this is not a Marvel show. I repeat, this is not a Marvel show. And Star Wars is going to take all of this storylines converging to one point. And I really think this is going to be one of the most epic finales, man. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Do you think he's going to tie it up in a nice neat bow? Or do you think we're going to get a cliffhanger? We are going to get a massive cliffhanger. I think we're going to get a huge cliffhanger. And the reason I say that is because... When they developed the Andor series, they developed it as like it, they they have a plan, they have a set plan, okay. And so, what better way to get people going and really revved up for for this character that nobody cared about in in the Rogue One movie? Like it was it was hard to remember some of these people and the, and the impact that they had left in that movie. But now here we are. We have this character. We're all on board here. I'm on board, Markham. I know you are, Stephen. You are. You and I have had plenty of conversations about this show, and we're, it's going to be a massive cliffhanger leading into a season two, which is already confirmed. Already, I'm pretty sure they're in post production right now. Like that's that's where we are in the process. So why not leave it on some epic cliffhanger that keeps people talking to where you get all of these fan theories? Because we know where we know where Andor ends. We know that we're seeing where he kind of begins right now. Right? How much epicness goes on between this to get to the character that we see in the very his final final scene on the on the the beach uh, blown, getting blown up. Like, that was... There's a lot that's got to go into that, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what did you guys think about Val and uh, Clea's conversation uh, in, the, in the shop? Very interesting, because mm-hmm. Val is... Val is... She's like, we need to do his stuff now. Like, she's more urgent, right? But then... Was it Clea? That's her name, right? Yeah, Clea. Clea. Yeah. She is... She was like, you're not following protocol. You're about to blow this whole thing up. If Luthen wanted you to be involved, he would get you involved. Like, she's playing it more, you know, close to the chest. And Val's like, we we don't have time for that. There's things happening. There's things occurring that we need to act on. And uh, I don't know whose side I, I, I feel like. I feel like I was leaning more towards Clea's side. Well, I just want to shout out, for one, the way they shot this scene. Um, you know, they could have... With them being relatively close to each other, they could have easily shot it, you know, with both of them in the scene. Um, but instead, um, director Benjamin Karen chose to shoot them um, with a lacking lead to drive tension and to also um, create a barrier between the two women to hide their identities. So you have Clea, um, who in her frame, she had, you have the Sith Stalker armor behind her, mm. which shows that, you know, she operates in the shadows. She's kind of on the darker side. Um, of things and you know like you said she goes by protocol and all that kind of stuff uh, and then you have Val who uh, in her frame you have Padme's headdress which was behind her Whoa. showing the royalty of her side well, you know the wealth yeah the wealthy the political you know all those kind of things so you have these two sides that are kind of clashing um, against each other and then it shows them in the same scene showing that they're on the same page and then that's where you have like Val get you know a little confrontational about you know we got to do this right now. Right. So. Dang, dude, that's diving deep right there, man. I did. I, that I, did, was, I did my I did, research. I did not open. I didn't like. I didn't think that. I didn't. Wasn't paying attention. To that. I was so drawn into what they were talking about. I mean, I know in that the their artifact collector's room. There, I know there's stuff on the background. Like, like I said, mentioned we saw the Gungan shield, but 
<laughs> I'm 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 too dumb for that right now. Like I feel yeah. like I'm so into the story and I'm taking I'm trying so hard to 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 get every piece of dialogue and like try to understand the Foley thing that I, I was lost in uh, the background. But uh, I'm glad, Mark. I'm glad you shared that because I'm gonna go back and watch that scene and I'm gonna get like one of those awe moments where my like my, the lights gonna go off in my head. I'm gonna be like, dude. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be awakened. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, so. dude. Yeah, it's enlightening, man. It's enlightening. <laughs> Which is like, like Justin said, it was you. You seeing that's awesome. I agree with Justin. It's just the dialogue's so intense. It is, and it's there's so much to it, and it's, the story mm-hmm. is telling so good. It's just hard to concentrate on the background. You, you really hang on every word. Yes, mm. it's yeah. it's good, man. Uh, the dialogue from from beginning to end is just it's it's just incredible it really is and uh oh man where where do we go from here man like so i know i know after that scene it cuts to them back on ferrix and we finally get the hammer guy back oh yes yeah and which he's interact with b right yeah correct yeah b2 emo <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you just get to see the traditions again you know these different planets you yeah. know with you know aldana you got to see mm-hmm. the eye with Ferrix, you know, you got to see, you know, the funeral and, you know, the cremation of, you know, them and their bricks, you know, yeah. where they're, they're, you know, put inside the bricks and become like, you know, building blocks and everything. And so it just goes to show that, you know, the rebellion has so much at stake here because mm-hmm. you have the Empire, which is like I said before, who they want to create this one unified you know, rule with rule, fear. Yeah, rule right? with fear. Get rid of the, yeah, get yeah. rid of there the is, traditions. There are wipe, no traditions. It's wipe our them, way. Yeah. Wipe them out, dude. Yeah, wipe them out. You know, dude. That's that's a good point. And here they are. They they're they're fulfilling these traditions, right? But how crazy is it that Star Wars? How can Star Wars? Their track record is so amazing with droids, right? Mm-hmm. B B two, right? Like he. Got got a little emotional, man. Yes, and yeah, for dude. a droid, he got me all like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, yeah, like it's very impressive the things that they can do without saying much. And and I feel like Star Wars has always done a really good job, you know, depicting you know the relationship you know between droids and you know life forms, because essentially you know they're treated as you know second class citizens, um, and here you know you get to see that they do have feeling they do have emotion Mm -hmm. and you know some people have a relationship you know that goes further than that you know we're talking about you lando Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh no but 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 in this episode man you got you got a lot uh you got a lot of stuff that you didn't get you know in any of the in in any of the other episodes which is just genuine acts of kindness yeah and that's what you get from uh what is it Brasso, the big, the big dude with the hammer. Yeah, right yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, treat, you know, treating him like a close friend. You know that, you know, that lost someone, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you know you had. But she didn't have to. He didn't he, have to. Yeah, do he that. didn't have to. Yeah. And which, then she's like, I guess I'll stay one night. Like right. the whole thing, right? And then you had that. Um, one of the other daughters from Ferrix, you know, said he's just a droid, and that's oh, where yeah. you know he starts, you know, shaking the glass and everything. Which somebody probably just put that there, treating him like a coffee table. Good point. But, good, good point, man. This is it's more than that, right? Yeah, it's more than that. Ah, man. I mean, they were really treating that scene as if the droid was really mourning. Going through it, yeah. Yeah, he's probably afraid that, you know, he's either going to get, you know, shut down, uh, you know, stripped for, you know, parts, you know, or ultimately left alone. Uh, Wild theory here. Wild theory. Uh, Andor comes back. He's, B2's, like, on the verge of being, like, shut down. Andor saves his uh, processing system and his AI. And uploads him into a K two unit, and he is K two S O. 
That'd be <laughs> what he would have still called him like B though. I, f- I feel like maybe. I feel, or maybe he just he's in a K two unit and B's like I'm K two now. Like that's. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, maybe he does upload you know the processing and everything. Like he dude. renames himself, but with the same consciousness. Why not? Yeah, dude. Do you think we're gonna get a K two? I I feel like it's confirmed. I, I, you had the act. I mean, the voice actor like casted. I mean, he easily. I think. In this uh, here we season? go. Buy or sell. Yeah. Final episode. We're getting K two S L. Yeah. Bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in the list as the cast. Uh, yeah. I forget the actor's name. The dude from Firefly. And, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget his name. He's only like a uh, quote unquote geek god right now. Like, I know. And everything. Hey, look, so. dude, I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lead. Alan, please, please don't hate us. We we want you, we want you on the guest spot. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's a wild theory. It could be true. Uh, I would really want it to be true because I, you know, I, I grown a, I grown attached to B. He's he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um. All righty, all righty. So the finale next week. It's Thanksgiving week. It's going to give everybody something to watch, right? The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and everybody can talk about it around the table. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, I think it's going to it's going to end epically. I really do think it's going to be something to be talked about. And the reason I say that is because Disney is going to air the first two episodes on like cable television. Like it's going to play. It's going to be on FX. It's going to be on uh, Freeform. It's going to be on, I believe, ABC. It's going to be on ABC. Wow. And it's going to be on Hulu Live. So they obviously want to get the, the, the mainstream people, the people who don't have Disney+, Plus. they want to get them involved. And I think that's a, it's a really stellar move on their part by, yeah. by giving them the opportunity to do that, to get everybody on board. So they're going to play the first two episodes just streaming like on cable, like on – you're right after, uh, I think, right in between the, the football games. Uh, there's going to be some action going on there with Andor, and it's going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty impressive that the first time we get a streaming only property to play on live television. That yeah, that just shows the pull that Disney has. Yeah, that's true. I mean, granted, it's all within their network. Uh, it's all within their uh, big conglomerate yeah. of a empire. The empire. Disney is the empire. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt masking as the rebellion. Yeah, <laughs> masking as it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's a pretty telling sign on how big the finale is going to be. I think because if you're willing to start trying to draw people in from the outside uh, who are not a part of the streaming world, it's really, I don't know. It's really telling that uh, the finale is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, any any uh, final thoughts about this episode or any speculation on the future of Andor? I speculate that either one or two things is going to happen with Biggs. Mm. She is either going to lie and because I feel like once she lies. She's going says, through it right now. Man. She's going through it right now. But like the look on her face and like you, and the look that you get from her is, you know, she's ready to give up. So I think, you know, she's going to lie about. Um, say that Krieger, you know, was the Axis, and then because once that happens, the ISB doesn't need her anymore. She, you know, her information is worthless, or she's, you know, essentially worthless. So she knows that I'm pretty sure she's going to be executed. So either one, she is going to be executed, or Cassian is going to save her. How about this? Uh, she, they're they're going to choose to execute her on the same day as Marva's funeral, have to make a statement, and Andor is going to have to choose. Have to choose. 
Ooh. Mm. That's tough. Dang. Wait, wait. Did I just pull some Shimato stuff there yeah, and dude. make a sick writing of uh, the show? I don't know. And Shimato we trust. <laughs> Shimato we trust. Shimato, <laughs> that was for you, buddy. I, I dug deep into my uh, my theories there, and I, I did that for you. So. Yeah. The other thing I'm curious about is uh, with um, uh, Mon Mothma's daughter, Leda, that mm. weird religion that was tradition. interesting yeah. yeah we did not talk about that that was very interesting so they, they talk about traditions right correct and uh how that was what they did when they were little vel and and mon right and uh they're still doing this you're forcing it's like no like it's coming she, back yeah, it came she, back like she wanted yeah. to do this and right. uh it was funny because you can tell vel was like that rebellious teen that kind of thing right who kind of bumped tradition that kind of thing yeah and literally here she is actually a part of a rebellion uh <laughs> bumping the empire like that's and then when the class is over and she comes out and she's like, oh, how was it? Like she's like like uh, supporting her and all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. So the chameleons that you have to be in the rebellion, like it's it's pretty insane. Yeah. Which just goes to show you, man, is like you know she's really considering you know this offer, you know mm. betrothing you know her daughter and everything, which I felt did a very good job playing off of um, Luthen's monologue in the previous episode about sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, he, he sacrificed everything and now Mon Mothma is going to have to sacrifice, is sacrificing, you know, her family, which, which is pretty much all she has, you know, besides her wealth. Yeah. So, and that's what I kind of felt like the, the whole tradition was, was kind of just giving a, a nod to where, how she's going to have to make that ultimate sacrifice because of tradition, and that's what her daughter's kind of leaning towards. I mean, that's how Mon Matha was married. She married because of tradition. She was betrothed. Right, correct. So I kind of, um, that's what I kind of felt that was going for, is kind of like re- basically reinforcing that whole scenario. Mm. Um, but I definitely think that, I mean, she's going to have to make that ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, and the reason she doesn't want to do that is because she doesn't want her daughter to end up, you know, in an unhappy marriage, you know, married to some tool. You know, yeah, that's true. Good know, point. Dealing with politics and all this other kind of stuff. Man, uh, the Star Wars universe has definitely been expanded, uh, cinema wise, film wise. Obviously, there you guys know more than most about the expanded universe and everything that has gone down in the past. That's no longer mm-hmm. canon, but yeah. the, the, they're doing a really good job of building up this lore and this. This universe in the film world to kind of get everybody involved in the the canon of things. I'm just glad that they're dropping like uh, Easter eggs from you know stuff that isn't canon anymore. Like that dude when they added the Sith Stalker armor in Luthen's shop from Force <laughs> Unleashed, like I lost my mind, dude. Listen, that, the, that it, it may not be it may not be canon yet, but the existence of that potentially could lead to something in the future. I'm like, going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. Other than Knights of the Old Republic. That is the greatest Star Wars. Oh, Force video Unleashed, game. yeah, dude, yeah. Of all it's, time. it's fantastic. Yeah, dude. Rumor is that it's going to happen. Force Unleashed series is going to happen. Is a rumor. We demand it, dude. We Star, demand the, the it. Star Wars fans yeah. demand it. <laughs> you think that's better than Darth Darth Bane? Oof. Because that's what I want. I want Darth Bane so bad. I want Revan. Is what I want. Revan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Revan, you kind of got. That's why I said other than Knights of the Old Republic, because mm-hmm. you kind of got you know a little bit of that. You know, with Knights of the Old Republic, yeah. but but I want it. Knights of the Old Republic, Republic is not canon, okay? It's not. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like I know, but I want it canon. I want to yeah. be able to see it on a TV show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they need to do a Star Wars what ifs. Oh please, why not? Yes. Right. Well, you know what the the little Star Wars visions was kind of like a what if, but it wasn't. I mean, it's not canon. Obviously, it was a bunch of random 
random things that were cool, and but they were not non-canon. Do Star Wars Visions, mm-hmm. but with Knights of the Old Republic. That would look sick. That's that what would I want to do. Now, they are doing that Acolyte show, which I think takes place in the Old Republic era. Yeah, it does. That's an opportunity. Yeah. That's an opportunity. Do not squander it, Disney. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, to close this out, what would you guys think about Disney completely shifting, doing no more Star Wars movies and only doing Star Wars shows? I would be fine with that. <laughs> See, the the only reason I say that is because one, you're going to get more content. Right. It's correct. going to be more suspense, suspenseful. Building um, more. Building more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I feel like you would have one director doing the show versus when you do a trilogy of movies, which is you know a staple for Star Wars mm-hmm. when you do movies. You're not going to have different directors doing different movies with different opinions of how they want the story to go. And that's where they screwed up with Force Awakens. Then The Last Jedi. The, yeah. yeah, The Last Jedi. And all that is you had different opinions. There was no direction was of where this... was a set plan. Yeah, right? there was no yeah. set plan. They need to talk to Feige. I don't know what the heck they're doing. Right? Yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, what about you, Steven? You think you can see that happening? Or I can. And as far as the movies go, I, um, I feel there wasn't just necessarily a director's point of view that was different. It was... All the brass, mm. all the way to Catherine, mm-hmm. I th- that had had differing opinions. So that I think that's where they went wrong on that. I think Big Brother was too involved. Yes. Okay. And then with the shows, Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. John Varva, yep, have all taken control control right? over yeah. it and are killing it. Yeah, dude, they're slaying they're killing it. it. Yeah. I would personally love to see what a combo of Varva and Filoni doing mm-hmm. for a movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Man, that would be good. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm more on board with. I think the shows are the way to go because I feel like they are able to develop. Like Star Wars, there's so much to develop. There really is, and there's the things that you can get out of a eight episode, ten episode, twelve episode series. Like for example, like Andor. We are. We're getting a lot of building, like world yeah. building. Like I, I truly feel the other half of the Star Wars universe that we were kind of like kept away from with emphasis on the Jedi, right? Because like mm-hmm. the Jedi are like the one percent of the one percent. Like there's not, there's not that much. That's not that many Jedi, but yet we have been on this Skywalker saga for decades, decades, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like how we view the world. But this whole, everything that Andor is going through and this whole entire world, like this rebellion world and the fact that they're going from planets and, and other other different things, right? It really does feel like it's uh, it's a large, like the expanse of the universe is, is really good. It's, it's created a new imagination for, for Star Wars mm-hmm. viewers. Great. And, Great. you know, it, it, it stopped the whole thing where like, when you're when because when you know like before with the movies when they're going to come out you know it's going to be about the skywalker you know trilogy and all that kind of stuff now like you're really diving deep into Mm -hmm. you know the everyday citizens of the Mm -hmm. star wars you know the struggle you know with the you know empire's rule you know just you know smugglers you know Mm -hmm. you're you're seeing bars you know you're seeing you know politics you're like we we, seeing uh, panama city yeah dude you're seeing yeah you know my uh star wars miami Mm -hmm. uh and you like we discovered in the series that you know apparently Star Wars has a, a Galaxy News. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah news <laughs> breaking channel. news. Breaking yeah, news. Dude. That's crazy, man. Well, obviously, it's propaganda for the Empire. Yeah, it is propaganda. Yeah, dude. 
Sounds familiar. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Actually, you know what? The shows are actually doing. The shows are expanding the world so much to where they can make a movie without having to focus on the Jedi. Correct. And it's more relatable. Mm. The one thing I'll say about the shows, and which I love, there's not one show series that they've made that I have not absolutely loved, is they're still in the era with the Skywalkers. They're still building. Yes, they're great. still building great up point. that story with that, which I, I I do enjoy. Like I said, I enjoy the aspect of um, Andor, how they're going back and filling in the gaps mm-hmm. and giving you the history and the whys and the hows. Yeah. Everything was built up. I want to show, which I've always been partial to the dark side. It's just that's you and what, me both, brother. You that's what I both. enjoy. That's it. Just interests me to no end. I want to show. Like dedicated, you said, to that. A, dedicated to that array. Man, that would be so cool, man. I, but I think that's what they're doing. I feel like that's what they're building up with this new Alkalite show. Um, is I think in the next within the next five years, we're going to have a entirely different story uh, for Star Wars. Because mm. I feel like they they know that they're exhausting, you know, all their resources, you know, all their resources. And right now, you know, before like, you know, before you know, they made the new movies, they realized that there was there was there was stuff they had to patch up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what they're doing now. They're they're fixing all the patch. You know, they're doing all the patchwork. You know, all that time spent from episode three to a new hope. You know, and, and all that stuff. You know, filling in the gaps, giving us content. You know, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like once they do a good job with that, we're moving on to something else, and we're gonna have a completely yeah. different story. And you know, the crazy thing is, we're still gonna get our Jedi fix because right. we have yeah. we have. Well, first off, Mando season three potentially could have Luke in there again. Like, uh, that's always a thing, right? Yeah. But then we're also getting Ahsoka, which you mentioned she's not a Jedi. However, come on. She's a freaking Jedi. Oh, and man. I've also heard they're potentially going to do a Luke series. Mm-hmm. I've still heard that. Rumor, yeah, so. I, I've heard that. I don't know how I feel about that. I hope they be- don't. I, ho- I really hope they don't either because I don't think I can do a uh, CGI de-aged Mark Hamill for an entire series. Yeah. However, if they do cast an actor who looks like him... I would be more on board with that, but I don't know how much more of Luke do we need to like dive into, man. He not, he kind of he kind of no. got. Although it would be cool to see him in his, uh, his Jedi prime. Masters days, trying to training up that Jedi Temple, that New Age, um, and maybe potentially seeing some young Ben Solo in in the mix with uh, his conflict with the dark side. That would be pretty cool, but. I'm kind of digging this new whole let's explore other things kind of thing, right? Yeah, facts. So, but anyway, I mean, it was, it's it's I'm looking forward to so much stuff, man. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and the what I would love to see as far as uh, them exploring, like I said, the dark side, a Raven storyline, mm-hmm. because for one, he goes back and forth. Yeah. So you get your Jedi fix, you get your dark side, f- mm-hmm. you get your dark side fix, mm-hmm. so you could explore that tug before be- between. Dark good side, and evil, good yeah. and evil, and the ultimate reason why he goes back, and the ultimate reason why he leaves. Yeah, you know, I, that would be a killer season t- for me, or yeah. killer series. It would, it would be, yeah. You'd get a lot of conflict there, internal and external, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, so, for sure. Anyway, uh, Star Wars looks good. There's a lot to look forward to, and uh, I really feel like I am on. Like, I, I want, I want next episode to be here for Andor. I want the finale to be here. I want to be on. Uh, uh, in front of my TV watching that sucker. And uh, you know what? I am sure everybody else out there watching the show it does too. But uh, but yeah, we talked about it enough. I'm really, ex- I'm really excited to, if you guys would go out on our socials, interact with us, comment, uh, leave likes, at Royal Geek Pod, 
subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And for Applezax, Steve-O, and Sandy, the, we are signing off. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.